This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. The opinions expressed on this show and in this podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not represent the opinion of Free FM. We encourage listeners to evaluate issues for themselves from a range of credible sources. Okay, from the fringes, a program about alternative provocative views. My name is Jack Geelan. My co-host is Jenny. Good morning, guys. And these are definitely our own opinions. This morning, um, Jack and his mad self has brought in, brought in a tiki. What is it? It's like a Native American head. head. That's right. It looks like something from the $2 shop. I'm not going to lie. I want to focus on, oh, this woman from America actually said that one day I'd be a chief. A chief? Yeah, yeah. A $2 chief? No. <laughs> I want to emphasize the green gold knights and dames of the gold cross and phoenix bird arising, the eagle star surviving. Tihukioi, manu bird. And it's gathering the whanau under um, its wings. Okay. It is riding the currents of <laughs> dreams, aspirations, and visions, the lion, the eagle, the man, the ox. This is what we need in terms of being freedom fighters, okay, medics and standing up for people's rights. That's a lot of information in one sentence, dude. Yes, I guess it is. (laughs) Now, um, Are you like a light bearer now that you've got your headdress? Yes, I believe I am, you know, because it's a buddy support system, rainbow ribbons, I guess. Yeah. And the government has given... $50 $50 million to media works to control TV, radio, digital platforms. And now there's another $50 million which has been given to the lower hut scale Hollywood studios yeah. involving what do you, 12 companies. So in other words... What do you think about it though? I don't Are you like jealous? it because the government is controlling everything. Yeah, jealous. <laughs> and when you talk about freedom of expression and um, the right to speak out and this sort of thing, yeah. it's it's all going down the tubes because it means that the government is taking control from media works. We're all being controlled. Now, I, I want to emphasize the gag and, and the band around my arm. I'm why do, why do you, so tell everybody why you've got a black band around your arm this morning. Because it's medical uh, tyranny versus medical freedom. Oh, here we go. The unvaccinated <laughs> will become the new Jews, and we're talking about the Wahon Washington. Dude, I don't, I don't think you should. Working uh, the new world. I don't order. think you should be likening our current vaccination status to Auschwitz. Okay, <laughs> it's not that extreme. Right. We still technically can choose if we want to be vaccinated or not. Yeah, but with the um, traffic light system that's coming out this uh, on Friday, isn't it? Is, yeah, that's that well, well, the government. Those been... who are unvaxxed, we're going to be treated as the Jews. Yeah, but the government's I, been very tricky about this. They're not exactly uh, they're not exactly being fascist because you don't 
have to consent to have the vaccine. You just won't be allowed to go a million places if you don't have the vaccine. Right, we, we may have to take Now, it. a lot of people are really upset about this. But what I wanted to say was the unvaccinated will need an armband, that's why I've got this, and the bell, and they'll be screaming out, unclean, unclean. Uh, what? So, wait a second, say that again? Well, they'll have to wear a band, you know, where they've had the injection, and uh-huh. they'll be recognised as the unclean, the unvaccinated ones. So you think this is like an end-of-the-world conspiracy? <laughs> Someone told me, I, they told me that they went and got the vaccine because they wanted to travel in the future, right? Yeah. But they said, I swear it's the mark of the beast. <laughs> Yeah. I swear they're putting microchips into on, us. So we've got the gag and the ban. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. You won't be able to speak out. You won't have any voice. And, you know, America has a constitution, but mm-hmm. our Bill of Rights is not entrenched. They can always tweak it and change it if they like. So, you know, if there's no freedom of experience, uh, expression, no Bill of Rights, um, what's going to happen to this nation? And it's all about power and control, breaking up families. And um, I, you talked about Auschwitz. I talked about the bitch of Butchenwald saying no vaccine, no haircuts, no restaurant, no shopping. And then you've got Tamaki, Calvin Alp, Eastman, and Karaka. They've all been arrested for standing up for the for the truth. You know what I mean? So um, vaccinated will lose their freedom and they'll be using divide and conquer scaremongering and bribery. And we could be looking at um, an Agenda 21 depop agenda with social engineering and zoning. But there's a new movement arising, okay? Mm -hmm. Australian senator saying vaccine is not fit for the kids. Oklahoma City Police are removing vaccine mandate. And Steve uh, Evans says... He's watching at the moment, by the way. You think so? Yeah. No, he is. Right, right. <laughs> it's on the Steve screen. Evans says, blow the trumpet, declare war on the enemy of our souls. And he mentioned Dree, uh, Dietrich uh, Bonhoeffer, Bonhoeffer, a German pastor known for staunch resistance to Hitler's euthanasia, j- Genocidal program. Yeah, so the bitch of Butchenwald. But she used to scrape. She used to take off the tattoos Mm -hmm. off the Jews. Mm -hmm. And she used to make... Those, uh, like, number tattoos, eh? Lampshades out of it. So that was pretty horrific, wasn't it? Out of the skin. Yeah. Now... Of people in the Holocaust. During the Holocaust, yeah. So she used to scrape... Scrape the skin off and... She actually... It's like uh, some Ed Gain sort of thing right there. That's disgusting. But anyway, Benjamin Eastman and uh, Fifi Brown was talking about taking the government to court over the breach of human rights. But here we have an example. Uh, we don't have a constitution in this country, and America does. So America stand up, can stand for freedom and rights, but in this country we can't. What is it? So what is a constitution? To explain, like... To political dummies like me, explain what a constitution is. It's an agreement. Uh It's uh, like it's like where you say that uh, you will observe all these rules. Uh It's you know the people. Is it the people or the government will observe the rules? The government will, you know, government for the people by the people. 
judges know. will be answerable to the we people. We do, don't we? It's called the Bill of Rights. Yeah, but the Bill of Rights is not entrenched. It can be tweaked, can so be you, changed. So that means courts don't have to use it if Sue, they don't want Sue Gray to. took the government on about, you know, informed consent, yeah. and they tweaked it. They changed the law. See, so explain who Sue Gray is. Oh, she's, she's a lawyer. Yeah. Now, according to the Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights, International Covenant of uh, Civil and Political Rights, Article 6, any preventative diagnostic and therapeutic medical, medical intervention is only to be carried out with the prior free and informed consent of the person. Uh -huh. uh, Article 6, freedom from experimentation. Article 17, right to privacy. Article 18, freedom of thought, conscience and religion. Freedom of expression, right to peaceful assembly, freedom of association. So all of these have been broken, if you like, you know, with, with them enforcing these um, vaccines upon us. Yeah. So this is all currently um, happening. Now, Steve actually mentioned, you know, with the um, Families for Justice, Goldie, uh, who had a particular court case over the, the son or the daughter. Uh, oh, okay. So, water, yeah, the, I think that made the news, didn't it? Yes, I, there was I like think a it, did. it was a child it abuse did. case, right? Yeah, and the lady was accused of putting hot water on her child. Yeah, and it left marks, burn marks. Yeah, but she claims, but, but she she claimed to be innocent. It yeah, wasn't she her didn't. Fault. She it didn't do it. Like the kid just maybe I don't know. Kids play and do dangerous stuff all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the government has a new Fano Aura Navigator program initiated by James Carrington, looking at preventative solutions before, uh, you know, uplift, empowering Fano first, being fence builders at the top of the cliff instead of ambulance drivers. Like, we're sick of being ambulance drivers cleaning up the blood at the bottom of the cliff where people are traumatised. We need mm -hmm. to be fence builders. And, fence builders. And this person talked about the Manu bird unfolding no order under their wings, focusing on dreams, breaking through the bar barriers. So it's it's almost like that's why I talk about Phoenix Bird arising. The black ashes grief facilitation process coming out of the black hole, dealing with trauma, depression, heartache, and so on. Uh -huh. Realizing your true identity, identifying with the invisible ghost within, awareness of your spirit, and body in a holistic way. Being aware of those who have ended their lives, invisible ghosts, empowering people's rights advocates to act on their behalf, setting free or releasing their spirits, making their sacrifice count. Like mm -hmm. everyone who takes their lives, according to the system, they are invisible. They're not even recognised. We should have a memorial for these people. We should yeah. honour their people. these people. What do you propose to do in terms of a memorial? Well, we talked about the need for a memorial uh, many years ago, and so we, the 400 that commit suicide, identifying them on a memorial and remembering their lives. And if we remembered them and then um, gave people a reason for living and identified mm -hmm. with the preciousness of life. and yeah. uh, what, what do you think of the current mental health system of kind of just putting people into sort of like... An institution and feeding them meds. Do you think that that really helps people? 
Um, well, we should use meditation with medication, mm -hmm. and we should use alternative processes, and we should take people re reduce the amount of medication people. Mm. people well, there's take. two there's two types of therapies at the moment, and one is talking therapy, which is basically just yes. psychology and counselling. Yep. And then there's the medical route where they put you on drugs that they don't know actually cure the disorder. No, yeah. I don't think that's a. Do you think that mental health in this country needs some development? Like, do you think that there's more? Well, there's too much money going to these professional groups at the top. Yeah. And not enough to where people are suffering depression. Uh, people are traumatised, people are going through heartache, family breakup, mm -hmm. and we need more initiatives at the cold face where people uh, are, are suffering. And that's what Steve's talking about with Families yeah. for Justice. Yeah. The mothers and fathers through the family law system who are being cut off from their families, from their own sons and daughters. And uh, we know that at least 100, maybe 150 people commit suicide every year through mm -hmm. the family court system, the injustices mm. that are going on. So it so, needs to be family mediation. And we, we need to honour mum, dad and the children and the protective but parents. But suicide prevention is not just about the family structure, um, given that we have one of the highest youth suicide rates in the world. It's not yeah. just about the family structure. There's seriously bad stuff going on with our young people yep. um, that I think that mental health doesn't address. Right. Mm. Yeah, being there for the youth, you mean? Yeah, I feel like, and... well, I mean, this is such a hard era to grow up in. I mean, we've got pandemics, we've got recessions, we've got the threat of war breaking out yeah. at any and, time. And you've got the youth suicide toll. Well, yeah, the ones who are taking their lives, the young well, yeah. ones who, who well, feel misunderstood. I mean, look at the boy races down in, in Christchurch, uh -huh. and they are crashing into other cars. And when I stood for mayor, I actually said they should have their own pad, their own strip, where they could go there with their cars and, and let them play and express themselves. Mm -hmm. But is it because the government's taken no notice of the youth and is not putting in... Um, safety measures, safety well, I mean, nets and everything. This only, is why they're going out of control. This is why they're drinking. The only thing um, that the government's really done in the last 14 years for the youth is invent the sickness benef benefit for people who are mentally ill. That was, yeah. that was legislation put through by Labour to assist young people who were suicidal because they realised through the statistics that we actually have some of the worst rates in the world of youth we suicide. Yes, yes. Um, and I don't know if that was a good thing to do, but it's because these young people, they're not getting jobs. They're not feeling part of society. So they're getting depressed. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah. And um, I'd like to sort of talk about what happened with uh, Councillor McPherson. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I went online. Come I was on. I was on Facebook. Tell us the story. And I actually said, I hope you just don't use me as a st statistic when I die and say it's COVID when all the time it might have been a heart attack or something okay, else. Okay, so. And anyway, he comes on Facebook and he says that I was a bit deluded and I was taking advantage of the poor of my suicide prevention trust. 
And um, no, you don't. No, I disagree right. with that because you've on, you've got the most teeny tiniest suicide prevention trust out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. But and, you've got the and longest I've got a crisis helpline, and I'm training you up to be a counsellor on that. Well, actually, Careers point. Academy is training me up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I've got my buddy support uh, Rainbow Ribbons program, which is here, which is, uh, identifies one using counselling listening skills, buddy support. Trauma recovery, training up the well, freedom fighter, explain healing and uh, trauma recovery being, being part of a public trust, you have to tell everyone where the money's going, eh? That's right. Every so year no, we you're are not... accountable, but we run on the smell of an oily rag. We keep the phone going. Yeah. We run our Rainbow Ribbons trauma recovery program. We do the radio Everyone show. who works for us is, is a volunteer. That's right. And they help to do grief facilitation. So yeah, that's right. I mean, we're putting resources out there on next to nothing, aren't we? That's right. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I disagree. And everyone has to do a wellness plan. And once yeah. you do the wellness plan, you then come but, up and identify with the ambassador functionaries and you become an uplifter, you become a wise leader, you become uh, an insightful seer, humanitarian, messenger of hope, and a life mentor. So everyone do you want to tell, go through the process. Do you want trust. to tell everyone what managed to happen, though? The argument escalated online, it did. didn't it? That's right. For and about 20 minutes. I got back to him and I said, uh, you're in with the Three Waters corporates selling off our assets and infrastructure in the country. I also said you're a misogynist because you attacked my friend, Ziggy, you know, who was an anti-vaxxer, you attacked here. Yeah. And I said you and Mike King have never acknowledged me because I have a crisis helpline, buddy support trauma recovery process. I've been operating for 20 years mm -hmm. and I promote human rights here. I like to say, show people this. Jacobus defining himself as an activist, social worker, counsellor, elevating the status of all people, standing for the freedom, justice, equality, establishing the reign of Christ over all, heralding in the incoming Christ, promoting the golden jubilee. I am a people's rights activist. But I also said, were you there for your son? I challenged yeah. him. Yeah, which I... which. I disagreed with quite heavily. Yeah. Um, I was like, whoa, bro, you don't bring that into an argument. That's terrible. And so I, I convinced um, Jack to publicly apologize to Mr. McPherson. Yes, well, I've so got horrible. something over here. So I'm Dave, sorry. If you, if you want to watch this status. Because Dave's, Dave's actually on my friends list because his his late son was actually a friend of mine. Right. And I, I actually got a little bit upset. I was like, why would you even talk about talk Well, about you know, being head of the New Zealand Suicide Prevention Trust, I have to process 10 suicides a week, eight yeah. of them being male. Yeah. I have to deal with the horror of family court and uh, being dipped into a crap pit every day of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I have to process, you might say, the antechamber of the New Zealand Suicide Prevention Trust has all those dead spirits coming through every week. So if I'm dealing with family devastation, heartache, pain and trauma, and then you've got one person who's experienced suicide, loss of a loved one, I mean, I can sympathise, but I mean, I'm dealing with the suicide toll in the last 20 years, 8,000 Males and fathers, mm -hmm. 8,000. Mm -hmm. That's horrific. Oh, so yeah. if I'm going, if I'm having my heart torn up, out over all this, I mean, I can say I'm sorry today, but he's got to realise I'm not even acknowledged. 
yeah. by the government uh, yeah. and the system quite often, and it's very hard work. Does, you know? like, just last week um, we had um, we had someone call in, um, and you managed to save their life, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, it was Jack a mother does... and her own son wanted to jump out of the... The, the, the hospital window yeah and, and uh, we got uh, the cat team on to it and we had to put a buddy support system and I was talking to the uh, mother about it at the time yeah so um, so Jack does do a lot of work yeah and I mean it's not like you're not kind of but coming back to this about yeah about that. the unvaccinated <laughs> will need an armband and that's why I've got this armband oh. with a bell have to go around with the bow and they'd have to be screaming out, unclean, unclean. Kind of like Le Miserables, <laughs> like where she's like, shame. Yeah, shame. shame. <laughs> and really it's all about the power and control, breaking up families and, uh, you know, the bitch of butchin world saying no vaccine, no haircut, no restaurant, no shopping. A lot of people are online. Some people are pro the vaccine, you know. But what I'm trying to say is we need more education on it on TV with autopsies. And they need to say, well, what's in the vaccine? They haven't even told us what's in the the, uh, the vaccine. I think, I think you can find the ingredients and because... They, they need to differentiate between yeah, people but... who are suffering from COVID and, and those who oh died my gosh. for other reasons. Oh, my gosh. So I tried to show Jack. I found an autopsy of someone who had died from COVID-19 on the internet. And I tried to show Jack, and he didn't believe it. He said it was a hoax. I mean, like, I if any of you guys watching now can speak some sense to him about COVID-19, I said to him, look, AIDS is real. Cancer's real. Every disease we know of is real. Why do you not believe that COVID-19 is not real? I'm not saying it's not real. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it could be real. Okay, but But I'm saying... But you don't know that it's real. I'm saying with the 500 people who have actually um, uh, died of flu every year, uh, how do we know what's real and what's not real? What's just ordinary flu or what's... uh, Problems with their breathing or well, their lungs. COVID nineteen puts blood clots into your lungs, but it's a flu-like illness, and it also gives you gangrene and sepsis. Yeah, not well, like show show it to us. Show the virus on TV. They do. They show you. Explain both sides. They show you what happens. Those happened. who are for COVID, okay, and have identified it, or whatever, mm-hmm. and those who are against it. Why can't we have a decent conversation about it? Why don't they listen to scientists and doctors on both sides? What are they hiding? Because every scientist of, believes you know? and knows it's real. Well, anyway, John Alderworth, who's a Christian brother, uh, told me, he said, well, it could be all propaganda. We have to live with it now. 500 die of flu every year. There's a hidden agenda behind the scenes. Taxpayers are footing the bill with Big Farm Act becoming rich. And the devil devil is um, loving it all, going berserk over it. And uh, international travel will be shut down by totalitarian control. He also mentioned Turkey will declare jihad on the world soon. Mm -hmm. China is testing (laughs) missiles on Japanese coastland. And the Russians have a speed of light missile 
okay? So the superpowers will fight for supremacy in the next five years. What sort of world are we going to be living in when everyone, we have pandemics going on, everything is shut down, superpowers are taking over, and the elitists are getting rich. So people will be living in their high high towers, million-dollar motels, Pharmac will be... They'll be trillionaires, but what about the real people? What about you and me? What about well, mothers is, and fathers who are suffering because they can't get access to their children? What, what about the people, the young people who are This is what I mean about the, um, the youth suicide rate. We're raising our young people in a really hard time. Yeah. And that's why they're all getting depressed and being diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. Yeah. Um, things like that. And so the unvaccinated will need to wear an armband and the bell will be ringing. And no, it's be not. Out, okay, it's please. not going to be that. And they'll drastic. all have, everyone will have a gag on. <gasps> Oh apart, my god. Apart from the. Guys, he's physically got a gag in front of me. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. But um, I had to challenge McPherson, okay, because. Honestly, a lot of people have complained that he's a little bit of a bully at times and he does need to listen and understand people. And he can't just write me off by saying that I'm a con artist because I'm an activist, a social worker, a counsellor. I elevate the status of all people. I'm standing up for freedom, justice and equality. I'm establishing the reign of Christ, heralding in the incoming Christ and blowing the jubilee trumpet. So basically, in your retirement, you're still very proactive. I am proactive <laughs> because I have to recycle yeah. all my abilities, everything I've gone through in life, and I have to focus on uh, positive I tell you what, Jack's, Jack's actually helped me through a time when I was really unwell. Yeah. And I don't think he would have been able to do that if he wasn't a social worker, if he didn't work for the New Zealand Suicide Prevention Trust. I, I, it was good to know that someone had my back yeah, and, when and I wasn't I thank okay. The that you are a very understanding person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've gone through uh, relationships with a lady who painted this picture of me, the world to come, destroy, you know. She depicted COVID-19 through that film. But it's really hard dealing with the trauma, the heartache, and what's really going on, people being shut down. And uh, there's a great need for putting in place uh, functionaries for helping people for um, you know solutions to what y the youth are going through yeah. and a bit like a buddy support rainbow ribbons program talking about grief facilitator freedom fighter uh, the wine spiritual uplifter assists comforts encourages reassures uplifts people the yellow buddy supporter befriends the troubled and disadvantaged the green holistic healer understands the importance of, of, of the spirit and the white humanitarian moderator. But America has a constitution. We don't. Yeah. Why are politicians getting away with blue murder when they are, are not really there for people? Why is it even with COVID that they don't give us the other view and allow people to express themselves and have the scientists, the doctors from both sides, those who are for it and those who are... Uh, who want informed consent so we can actually listen to them and understand um, what they're going through. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank and, you for listening, guys. And, and supporting us this week. We're out of, Once again, we're out of time. <laughs> we, we are out of time. And um, we've got the intellectual here. Uh, that's another archetype. You learn for the sake of learning and love of pure 
um, knowledge, you spend hours online letting curiosity lead you. You regard you you regard painful or challenging times as wisdom jewels, treating failures and mistakes as learning opportunities. So we can be the intellectual, we can be the moderators, we can be the buddy supporters, and um, we can be there for people who are going through trauma and heartache. And you can uh, moderate, or you can look at your own families and understand who's being there for one another I think is, is vital and, and important in our um, day and age so thank you very much thanks for tuning in guys to we'll thank you, you for supporting From the Fringes a show about alternative provocative view yeah that's right <laughs> we'll see you next time bye okay bye bye for more episodes use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.